sales are easy. It's making the call that's hard. Hi, my name is Dave Galegas. I've spent the last 25 years in the mortgage industry and a lifetime in sales. In this show, I'll bring that experience, expertise, and the experts I've met to you with actionable advice to improve your sales. It's not magic. You just make the call. Hi, everyone. It's podcast episode number three of Make the Call. There's an interesting statistic I looked up. Something like 90% of all the podcasts that are started never get past episode three. So as long as I get to number four, we're in, right? 1.8 million. So don't get past episode three. And then of that 1.8 million, of the 200,000 that are left, 90% of those don't get past number 20. So we got a little bit of ways to go, but uh, my goal is to be releasing a new episode of Make the Call every couple of weeks so that I can add as much value as I can. This industry has given me so much. It changed my life being in the mortgage and real estate space. And uh, I want to help as many people as I can achieve the same thing. So this is geared primarily for mortgage and real estate professionals, but any salesperson can benefit from what I, the things that I talk about because so many of these truths that I share are universal. And today we're going to talk about the power of a why. Simon Sinek is famous for, he's one of the top 10 ever TED Talk episodes, finding your why and the why behind what you, why you do what it is you do. And I like to think about it in terms of what is it that gets you out of bed in the morning? I'll take you back when I was a, when I was young, just starting out and, and I knew that I wanted to make money. I knew I wanted to be successful, but it was superficial reasons, right? I wanted stuff, right? I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, I wanted nice houses and nice cars and go on fabulous trips and lots of money. And, and then I got married and I had a baby and, uh, I can recall all three, I have three children. Uh, they're all grown now. My youngest is going to turn 40 this year. My oldest, I'm sorry, is turning 40 this year or in January, Jacqueline. But I can remember a moment in all three of their lives when they were just young infants. And I never, I actually never told my wife I did this at the time. She knows now. It was such an important thing to me that I wanted to make sure that I gave my children a good life. And I recall going into their bedrooms at night once. I only did this once with each one of them, but picking them up out of their cribs while they were asleep and sitting in a rocking chair in their room and rocking them back and forth and just looking at them, thinking about what it is I wanted to do for them and what was important to me about being a good father, being a good husband, being a good provider and giving them all the opportunities in life that I wanted for them. There isn't anything special about who we are as people individually, just because, you know, we have a lot of opportunity being born in America and having, I, I was certainly raised with a lot of, I wouldn't say a lot of privilege. I didn't grow up with money, but I was certainly given every opportunity in life to be successful. And with my parents' sacrifices for me to go to private schools and went to, you know, Catholic schools all my whole life, getting through college, that was all based on my parents' sacrifices. So I had every reason in the, in the world to, to be successful. But for the luck of birth, I was born in this country and I had those opportunities because I could have been born anywhere in the world and not had nearly the same opportunities. That being said, I wanted to make sure that I took advantage of the gifts that I was given 
by being being here. And so I remember just saying, making promises to all three of my kids that I was going to do everything in my power to make sure they had a great life. I think that was the overarching desire in myself to become successful, to make money, to be able to provide. And it wasn't make money to be able to have cool stuff, although I have cool stuff and it's fun, but it was really more about providing the opportunities. And then the next thing was having it matter that I was here and that I did this work because there's going to come a time when we leave and we're not here anymore. And is it going to matter that we did what we did? So I think it's really important to figure out your why, because let's be honest, commission sales can be a tough gig, right? At the end of the day, I know it's a tough gig, especially when you're not winning, when you have losses, when you have challenges, when you have setbacks, when, you know, you've had the customer that you've been working with for months and months to getting pre-approved. Now you finally get them under contract. You've worked with them multiple weekends in a row trying to help them get their offers accepted. You get them under contract, you get their offer accepted and you get them locked in and they call you the next day and said they're going with another lender. This is a tough gig when that happens. That is devastating and it happens to everybody. It happens to the best of the best. So if it's happened to you, don't feel like there's something wrong with you because it happens to the best of the best. We see it a lot. Without a strong why, without a powerful why, that can devastate you. So you have to remember why you're doing it and you have to be able to get over that quickly and move on to the next thing. And without a powerful why, you're not, you're gonna get stuck in the mud and you're gonna focus on the negative and that's only gonna make it worse. So you've gotta be able to learn how to use the power of your why to keep you moving forward. So that, that was one of mine. A lot of people, uh, Darren Hardy wrote a great book. Again, one of my, one of the thought leaders that I've followed over the years called the entrepreneurial roller coaster. And he talks about this concept of finding a powerful why. What, what I liked about what Darren said is that you don't have to have a why that is about any one thing. You can have a why about multiple things. So, uh, he pointed out that you can have, you can be passionate about why you do what you do. So for me, that's one of mine, the why behind what I do. I wanted to be successful because I wanted to provide well for my family. That was a big part of my why, is why I'm doing it. What's different today, since I'm no longer in full-time production mode, a powerful why for me is that I do this for the loan officers that work here and the impact I can have on them and the success that they're going to have in their lives. So I think that translates into passion and purpose and what what is all of that. I think a lot of people think, oh, you got to find your passion. You got to find you got to do something you're passionate about. And Darren Hardy in the book The Entrepreneurial Roller Coaster kind of refuted that advice and I think I agree with him because you don't have to be passionate about selling mortgages or passionate about selling real estate. You can have a bunch of different versions of what passion is as it relates to that. You can be passionate about how you do your work. In other words, you can be passionate about being the very best professional. That's something that we're going to talk about in a further episode. The very best professional that you can possibly be, that can be what it is you're passionate about. The pride that you take in being the best professional version of yourself. The who you do it for could be just as important and just as you can be passionate about the who. Who could be the people that you're helping? For me, the who was the people whose lives my children and my wife and our families, the impact that I was going to have on their lives, being really good at this and becoming really successful. You can do the why behind it. You can do the how, you can do the who. 
it doesn't really matter what it is you're passionate about. It matters that you're passionate because that passion will come through. Without that passion, I think you're going to find that this is tougher because you're going to lose opportunities. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to have just what I talked about the last minute. Somebody goes with a different lender. And when that happens to you, it's devastating and it's tough and you've got to be able to overcome it. And you can overcome it when you can anchor what you're doing to this powerful why that really is going to make a difference. So how do you use the power of your passion? You know, what it is you're passionate about or the powerful why? How do you use that to to increase your success, to increase the results that you're getting. And it really just comes down to having a consistent way that you're intentional about reminding yourself of why it is you're doing what you're doing. Because again, the, you know, how do you overcome those setbacks? And what, what I've done in the past and what I would recommend that you do is that it isn't just enough to know this stuff. You have to write this down. So it's important to write down why are you doing this? Like, what is it you're trying to do? What are you trying to make a difference doing what? So I've seen people talk about how much money they want to give the charity. I've seen people talk about the difference they want to make in the lives of the people that work for them. I can tell you that one of my greatest joys as the leader of this company, one of my greatest joys is watching people become the best version of themselves and achieve the level of success that maybe they didn't even think was possible. I love helping people discover that because when people can figure out what it is they're truly capable of, it's amazing what can happen. And that's really the fun part about what I get to do is being able to help people discover that why. Well, I heard John Maxwell speak at a conference once. He's a great, you know, he's one of the best leadership thought leaders in the, in the world. And somebody asked him once why he was doing what he was doing. And I can't remember what the context of the question was, but I just remember the answer. And the answer has always stuck with me. And the answer was, when I die, I want to be accountable to my maker for all the gifts that I was given. And I mean, I remember when he said that, it gave me goosebumps, it gives me goosebumps right now. The hair is on my hair on my arm standing up. Be accountable to my maker for all the gifts that I was given. And in my mind, I picture this, you know, getting to the pearly gates and St. Peter or God, I'm going to meet and they're going to say, so what'd you do with everything that I gave you? And, you know, alluding back to what I said earlier, I was born not in a family of privilege, but certainly with many opportunities to be as successful as I, as I could be and uh, not taking advantage of that, not utilizing all the gifts and all the tools and all the opportunities and making the most of myself because of the difference that I can make in the world doing that. The charities my wife and I support that we're super passionate about, Boys and Girls Club being one of them, uh, a charity that my parents started called Father Woody's Haven of Hope, uh, a school in Costa Rica that we support. There's just so many cool things about being the best version of yourself that the results that you can get from that, that to, to shortchange that, to not be focused on doing the best that you can do is kind of a waste. And I know that at the end of my life, I don't want to be looking back going, I wish I would have, because that's the kind of regret that I don't want. That, um, there's a great line that said, the ultimate torture is at the end of your life, you meet the person that you could have become. And it was much more than you did become. And that would be a tragedy. So I don't want that for anybody that's listening to this podcast and harnessing the power of a why and really digging into that. So I would encourage you to watch Simon Sinek's TED Talk and 
reach out to me if you have any questions about how to take advantage of that and, and how to find a, a bigger purpose. This isn't something that you bang out in an afternoon. This is something that you spend a lot of time thinking about. Where are you going? And where is it that you want to end up? Because sales is easy. It's making the call that's tough. Well, you can make making the call less tough by focusing on the reason behind making the call, which is finding your passion and your why and why it is you're doing this. And it isn't about selling another mortgage in my mind. It's not about selling another house. It could be, but it could be about just the difference that you're going to make in the lives of the people that you're impacting. It could be the difference that you're going to make in your own life. It could be the difference that you're going to make in the charities that you support. Whatever it is you're passionate about, it could be the, the difference that you're going to make is the example that you set. You've got to find what it is and it's got to light you up because there's going to be mornings when it's going to be a grind. There's going to be those bad days are coming and they come for all of us. And the question isn't, what's going to, are you going to avoid it? The question is, how are you going to overcome it? And that's what we're going to talk about on further episodes. So that's it for today. I appreciate you listening. I, anybody, you know, if you can like this, if you can share this, I'd super appreciate it. This is our third episode. And so the next one, we're going to be over the hump on episode number four. I don't really think we're over the hump, but uh, my goal is to release two of these a month and to add as much value as I can and give back to the industry that's given so much to me. So I'll end this by telling you, make that call. Thank you for listening to Make the Call with Dave Gallegos, brought to you by Zenith Home Loans. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the show anywhere you listen to podcasts and share the show with a friend or colleague who would also find value.